Welcome to the first episode of Renovation Secrets Podcast. My name is Natalie Pierce, and I will be your host. I want to thank you for stopping by and will try my best not to stumble too hard through our inaugural episode and provide some value that will keep you coming back for more. A little bit about me. I started my company, Detail by Design, in 2005 and fell into the kitchen and bath design world about five years later after finding the softer side of design rather unfulfilling. The kitchen and bath design is the perfect blend of creativity, technical details, and understanding a home's mechanical systems while incorporating functionality and beauty. As I began to learn more about the kitchen and bath industry, it was important to become certified with the National Kitchen and Bath Association, and in 2009, I received my AKBD. To continue my learning path, I added the Certified Living in Place Professional Certificate in 2018 and recently began studying for my WELL AP certification based on the WELL Building Standard. All of these accreditations are because I feel it's really important to be able to understand the major reason why someone needs or wants to renovate their kitchen or bathroom and the best possible solutions I can provide. These solutions come from knowing the latest products available, learning about innovations and technology, and turning all of that into a functional design that fits my client's needs, style, and budget. It's the little things or details that I include that can make the most impact on a new space. Depending on when you discover the Renovation Secrets podcast, this episode was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic. During this crazy and unusual time, I've had the benefit of a little bit of extra time to think about how many families are coping with their current situation. As many people began working and studying from home, the lack of a designated space meant family members are occupying kitchen table, living room, dining room, or all of the above. Trying to set up a makeshift desk or an office to keep on track of work tasks or schoolwork has been especially difficult if you need to find that quiet space for a conference call or video meeting. I've had many conversations with colleagues about how to open, how the open concept design home has not been helpful during this time, especially while all household members are stuck together juggling meetings and competing for the quiet spot away from each other. From the articles I've been reading, I believe that there may be a necessary shift where more people continue to work from home in the future, which will prompt the need for some more permanent adjustments. Maybe it'll be a subtle change by adding a desk space in a bedroom or in the corner of a family room. Either way, I'm sure people are discovering many shortcomings of their home that they were not as aware of before. As we spend more time at home, you may discover other problems, such as not enough counter space in your kitchen, especially when everyone corrals around the island during a break or lack of storage for extra groceries. Maybe your fridge is too small for larger produce buying. These are all parts of the changes we are facing in the new normal. Whether you are making less frequent trips to the grocery store, which means larger grocery trips, cooking at home more often, showering at home more often with gyms being closed, these are all real concerns to the impact and comfort of daily activities within our home. It is often changes like these that prompt us to consider home improvement or renovation. Maybe it was a consideration before, but the need has become a little more urgent. Whatever your circumstances, here are a few quick things to add to your list before you take on any size renovation. We all know that what we see on TV is certainly not an accurate measure of what is going to happen in your home, as much as we wish it could. Truth, 
Renovations are ugly, messy, disruptive, and downright stressful for some. Home improvements require removing all the old to replace with the new. So keep in mind that it gets really ugly before the good parts come together. Really important to take the time to know exactly what the scope of work is going to include. All of those aspects of any type of renovation project need to be thought through well in advance. What are the things that you need or want to change? Do you need to hire a professional to develop a plan or drawings? How much is it going to cost? How long will it take? Do you need building permits? What trades are going to be involved? Are you doing going to try and do the work yourself? Who do you hire? Do you plan to stay in the home during the renovations? All important and really critical questions that need to be answered before beginning of any project. Understanding what the scope of a project is will also determine the ability for your trades to quote accurately. For example, if you're adding a bathroom, plans are going to be required, permits will be necessary in most municipalities and certainly here in Ottawa. Plumbing, electrical and HVAC will play a large role as well as a general contractor. The decisions of fixtures and materials that you're going to be using during your renovation also need to be decided. It helps trades come up with an accurate quote and what their work will include. As these are all are only the very beginning stages on planning a successful renovation project, there are a great deal more things to consider. And as a value listener to my podcast, I would love to share more tips with you by sending you a digital copy of my book, Inside Renovations. This book and my two other books are available for download on my website, but if you stick around to the end, I'll share details on how to grab this valuable resource for absolutely free. Just keep listening. One of the biggest trends or topics of discussion I've seen this year in the design community is wellness. It's hard not to think about our health and well-being during a global pandemic, although this trend started before sheltering in place began. The safety of our loved ones is top of mind for so many. Health and government officials have implemented all types of measures with public health and safety in mind. The changes in how we work, shop, conduct meetings, travel, and generally live our daily life has changed dramatically in the past few months. Without knowing exactly what the future holds, I do suspect we will see some long-term adjustments to offices, public venues, and large gatherings for the foreseeable future. During the past few months, I've taken some of my downtime to dive deeper into elements of wellness and how they relate to both kitchen and bath design and the home in general. With many of us spending a great deal more time at home, I felt it was the perfect time to explore this in more detail. My wellness journey actually began in 2018 when I received my CLIP certification. Understanding the meaning of living in place began to evolve and expand as I looked for better ways to make my designs more lifespan. More on that in a minute. For me, the term living in place means that a home is well designed to manage the challenges and changes that are part of everyday living. Whether that is the changing needs of a growing family from toddler to teenager, or whether you're an empty nester that leading into retirement and beyond, a home really should accommodate all of those changing needs. Clearly, many homes fall short with the renovation industry in Canada spending upwards of $54 billion a year. With all of these renovations, I suspect most of these upgrades miss little details that have huge impact on making a home last a lifespan. Let me take a moment and explain what I mean. A lifespan home 
is one that can provide the occupants elements of safety, comfort, and accessibility through every stage of life. That doesn't mean every home should be built for wheelchair accessibility, when in reality, wheelchair accessible design accounts for only 1% of the population. What I feel this means is we need to consider things like wider door openings, flush floor transitions, none of those awkward and ugly transition strips, curbless showers, pull-out storage, layers of lighting, integrated home technology, just to mention a few features. When you invest in a renovation, don't you think it makes more sense for those dollars to last decades versus a few years? We never really know what life is going to throw our way. Some of these features are simple and intuitive that give greater comfort for anyone who enters our home, from a two-year-old to great-grandma. All of these things I just mentioned have little to do with age-specific groups, yet each element has benefits for several reasons that may relate to age. For example, wider door openings will allow for a mobility device, but also make it easier for a parent carrying an infant in a car seat with a diaper bag on their shoulder and a bag of groceries in the other hand both ends of the age spectrum, with the same attention to one small change. I was speaking with a fellow recently that was asking questions about the CLIP certification. He was telling me about a major renovation that they had done to their home just last year and how he wishes he would have implemented some of the things we were talking about that are covered in the CLIP program. It is really hard to consider everything that you might possibly want or need in the future from a home. I find many people also aren't prepared for that conversation about age-related needs. Hey, let's be honest. No one wants to talk about what happens as we age regardless of what age you are today. But the reality is, if you're planning to spend the next 10, 15, or even 20 years in your home, any investment in a renovation should consider the lifespan of the project and how it will impact on your future self. Creating longevity from a design is more than adding just grab bars in the shower or handrails down the stairwell, which you need, by the way, anyways, but by code. But here are the reasons for some of the important features I feel can add decades to the lifespan of a renovation. We already covered the wider door openings. So next on the list is the flush flooring transitions. If you can keep the same flooring throughout an entire level, main floor, second floor of your home, this automatically avoids awkward transitions. Although this may not be possible depending on the type of flooring in the home. Main living spaces such as living rooms, dining rooms, family rooms, and kitchens are often hardwood, where bathrooms are often tile and kitchens are usually one or the other. It is the change of material that requires the need for a transition strip or flooring where flooring heights don't match or the connection between the two types of flooring are not the same, causing the need for something to cover the unfinished edges or blend the height difference. It is this small difference in height that can cause a tripping hazard. Consistent flooring throughout a home has design benefits too. Without having the visual separations, a natural flow of connected spaces happens to make each room look a little bigger. Next on the list were curbless showers, and they are a trend that is here to stay. Maintaining a level entry into a shower not only has long-term accessibility benefits, but also makes tile selection easier too. By keeping the floor tile consistent, both inside and outside the shower, avoids the need to choose the small tile for inside by using the same size. There are numerous shower pan products that make this application super easy. Whenever you can keep the flooring consistent, again, it also makes the space look a little bigger, as I mentioned.
Storage is one of the major issues in any kitchen renovation that I'm asked to look at. If you don't have space to store your stuff, then clutter is the usual result. By adding pullouts or drawers, it can double or triple your storage capacity within the same size cabinet. The other bonus is all your stuff is easier to see and access. You can also add lighting into some drawers as well. Drawers and pullouts are also easier to organize with dividers or other systems. They work in almost any location, whether it's a kitchen, a bathroom, pantry, laundry room. You get the point. Lighting is probably one of the most critical elements in any space. Without adequate lighting, even the most spectacular designs can fall flat. Quick story about how I got into lighting design. Earlier on in my career, I did a major kitchen renovation for a client. As an open concept design, the kitchen flowed into the eating area and extended into the family room. The island added into the kitchen extended into the eating area and connected the whole space. We even included a little desk area in a small niche. The homeowner had their own electrician who chose the type and location of the fixtures. In the end, there were significant gaps of light within the kitchen and no wonder cabinet lighting was installed. Although the new kitchen was a pretty spectacular upgrade, the lighting layout was just mediocre at best. It was really disappointing to see. This prompted me to take a deep dive into the lighting world and learn more about how to create a lighting design that complements any kitchen design or bathroom design, as well as extend the functionality of the space. Layers of lighting offer flexibility in adding light when and where you need it. If each layer can be controlled separately, your lighting becomes adaptable to your needs and offers functionality and aesthetics too. The three layers of lighting to consider are ambient, which is your main lighting in a room, task lighting, which can be turned on or off when needed, and accent lighting, which can be interior cabinet lighting or pathway lighting, etc. Next item on the list is technology. We are surrounded by technology all day, every day, but how much do we use to actually make our lives better? I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm saying probably not consciously. Recently, I've added smart lighting in a couple of rooms in my home. These are light bulbs that can be tuned to a specific color temperature and intensity to suit the time of day. We'll get more into circadian rhythms in a future episode. But for now, the benefits of being able to program my lighting is pretty cool to say the least, all from the app on my phone. Other benefits of some of the technology available are voice activated controls, whether you use Google Home, Nest or Alexa, or other advanced systems, the capabilities allow for voice controls to command the TV, turn on the stereo, monitor your security system, and so much more. The appliance world has also started to integrate technology into various models. Decor, which is one of my favorite manufacturers, has added various cooling zones into their refrigerators for optimal cooling for wine or vegetables or cheese, making it so your food lasts longer. They've also built in cameras that allow you to check the contents of your fridge when you're standing in the grocery store trying to remember if you're out of milk. For more advanced home systems like Control 4 or Delos, protecting your home has never been easier as these systems can also monitor anything from air and water quality, shade control, to leak protection. So quite a list of important elements, I think. As a matter of fact, I've actually identified seven elements of wellness that I will be covering in my book coming out later this year called Wellness in Design. 
The focus on our well-being has become a true concern as we shelter in place during this global pandemic. Whether you are a homeowner or a contractor, I believe that understanding and learning about some of the critical elements will guide us in making our homes safer and be more important than ever. Definitely lots to consider as we adjust to a new normal. I know I threw a whole lot of stuff at you all at once in a really short period of time, but that pretty much covers a few of the wellness basics that have been rattling around in my brain. I want to thank you for joining us for our very first episode of Renovation Secrets Podcast, and would love your feedback. If you have any comments or questions, be sure to let us know. If you like what you heard, tell a friend, colleague, family members, or anyone else you meet. We truly appreciate that you've given up your precious time to listen to this podcast, and I truly hope you got something out of it. If you want to check us out, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, House, Pinterest, LinkedIn, even TikTok. You can check out some of our projects on our website at detailbydesign.ca, which is also where you'll find our ebooks. To get your free electronic copy of Inside Renovations, send an email to Natalia, which is N-A-T-A-L-I-A at detailbydesign.ca, and I will send you the PDF. You can also send me your questions or topic ideas you'd like to hear in the future. Same email address. Again, just in case you missed it, Natalia at detailbydesign.ca. You can also use our contact page on our website. Until next time, stay safe and happy renovating.